You are listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, located in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. So here are just a couple things that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And the first is that we are in a season of resurrection. And I don't just mean that in a literal sense within the church, because we are in a season of resurrection. We're in the season of Easter or Eastertide, the Sundays after Easter, which is the season we are in where we wear gold and put gold on the altar or the or the uh, TV tray in my house. <laughs> um, we are in a, a literal season of resurrection in the church, a liturgical season of resurrection. But that's not all that I mean by saying we're in a season of resurrection. We are, I'm, I'm delighted every time I go outside and see the snow melt and see the flowers begin to poke their heads through the snow and feel the warm breezes coming in as the weather begins to slowly change, though it might be a kind of a herky-jerky change. We are, we are moving towards the warmer, sunnier weather. The world is beginning to, to open back up, or at least here, in our, our country is beginning to open back up because of the vaccines and the fact that uh, we can go outside and be together again. So we're in this season of blossoming and renewal and, and resurrection. And at the same time, the saying that we're in a season of resurrection kind of hits a little bit different when we turn on the news. Because we're all waiting for the verdict in, in the Derek Chauvin trial, and we're mourning and crying out over the deaths of Adam Toledo and Dante Wright and so many others. We can't keep up with the news of mass shootings. It makes, me, it makes me think that if this is resurrection, like God, send me back into the, the tomb of isolation because I don't know if I want this. I don't know if the, I want to move into a world like this. And what that tells me is that, yes, we are in a season of resurrection, and at the same time, we are being raised up back into a world that is deeply in need. And we are deeply in need. And what that also tells me is that we are just like Jesus. Because today, in today's gospel, we hear about a Jesus who has just risen from the dead. He's just gone down and harrowed hell, which is the traditional term for going down into hell and freeing the souls that were there. And then he has been raised up. He's been crucified first. Then he harrows hell. Then he's raised from the dead. And the first thing he asks for is, go get me some breakfast. <laughs> go get me some broiled fish. And what that tells me is that Jesus, even though he is in this season of resurrection in his own life, he is still deeply in need. He still bears the wounds of the life 
that he has just come, come out of, which also tells me that resurrection is not reversal. Resurrection is not a retraction of our humanity. It's not a deletion of our humanity. But as we, are, as we continue to be raised, we will continue to be needy, vulnerable human beings. And that's, that's good news for me because there's something about this season of resurrection that we're in where we are so excited to burst forth from our homes and just, and just party that it might feel like there's not a lot of space in that, that there may not be a lot of space in that for all of the, the needs and vulnerabilities that we still have. Like as we move out into the world, there might be this, this pressure to act as if things are good because they're better than they have been because we're seeing each other again. And not that I'm saying we shouldn't be thrilled that we get to see each other. I mean, I cried several times during Monday, Thursday, seeing all of you at Holy Week. But my point is, is that this resurrection that we are experiencing, experiencing doesn't cancel out our humanity, the humanity that we will need to continue to, to cling to as we move into this resurrection season in our lives. But some of the other things that strike me from today's gospel are not just that Jesus is still wounded and asks for breakfast, but that he asks for breakfast from the very disciples who betrayed him. There's something there about what our neediness brings us. Is our, our neediness expressing our neediness, Jesus expressing his neediness of his disciples creates an opportunity for mercy to be shared, for forgiveness to be shared. Even the people that betrayed him. Because you have to think that Jesus, just having risen from the dead, like I feel like if I had gone through that and been executed by a brutal empire and been betrayed by my friends, that I would be ready for revenge. Not to go and stoop at the feet of those who betrayed me and ask for breakfast. But you see, there's a, there's a connection between that vulnerability and what Jesus says next in today's gospel, which is, I love this part where they sit down and it says that Jesus opened their minds to all the scriptures. Like, I wish Jesus would sit at my feet and open my mind to all the scriptures. Like, I've always thought, like, what was in that conversation? But the thing is, is the gospel does give us a summary of what was in that conversation. It says Jesus opened their minds to all the scriptures and he told them to go and preach repentance and forgiveness of sins, period. Like that is our job description in this season of resurrection is to, is to go out and through our vulnerability, create these opportunities where mercy can flow between us and others and back and forth to create opportunities where forgiveness can be shared. to create opportunities where our humanity can be shared once again. But the thing is, is that, you know, all this talk about neediness, like 
I'm the first one to say I hate being needy. I hate being somebody who is needy and I will put off expressing my neediness, showing my neediness, especially when I feel pressure to like look good and for things to kind of be perfect, especially in a season of resurrection where like people know that good stuff is happening in my life. That's even harder when I'm in a season of resurrection. It's harder for me to be vulnerable. It's harder for me to be like Jesus and then bend down and ask for breakfast from those who betrayed me. It's just hard to be a needy person. This week I had an experience of, of being needy. I am what I'm about to say. I do not recommend to anyone, but um, I had put off going to the dentist for like 10 years Uh, I kind of thought I could kind of be my own dentist and just kind of take care of everything at home and like not have to pay a dentist and not have to worry about that. But then my tooth started to hurt (laughs) and I knew that like it was serious and I was going to have to go into the dentist. And I was like so nervous to go in and like show my vulnerability to this guy for whom that's his job. But like, the thing is, is like, if I had not gone in and I went in this past week and it ends up that I'm going to have to have oral surgery and all this kind of stuff. But the point is, is that I, I went in and I could have cried at the feet of that dentist because of the care that he showed me. Because of me being vulnerable and showing up and telling him, I'm so sorry, I haven't been to the dentist in 10 years. Take care of me. He was able to then. He called me like twice at home and told me he'd been texting my endodontist about me and checking on me. And like, it made me tear up as he cried, as he called me. And like, that's the thing. I wouldn't have gotten to experience that care if I hadn't first showed my neediness. And so in this season of resurrection, may we, May we follow the broken, risen Christ who, doesn't, who shows up in a broken body who still needs breakfast, not just to prove that he's not a ghost, not just to prove that he's not a zombie, but he shows up this way for us. He shows up this way so that we may know when we are in seasons of resurrection that we will continue to still be needy, that we will still continue to need each other. And that in that neediness, in that connection that is born from our neediness, that is how we will experience the mercy of others and the mercy of God. Amen. You have been listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. If you would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, please visit our website at houseforall.org and click on Give.